0: Greetings, programs. Welcome to the Tron Lives Podcast. I'm Discs of Tron, and today we will be starting our discussion on the music of the Tron franchise, starting with the classic film in Tron 2.0.
1: Hello. Hello, programs. Hey, howdy, hey. The name is the name with no H. And if you spell my name with an H, well, nah, I wouldn't do that. I'm too nice. But to make things easier, you can just call me Reed. Not with an S, but with the Z. Uh, I have a strong musical background, and I'm studying under the collegiate level, and I like to analyze music for funsies, especially when it comes to the Tron franchise. Uh, So yeah, so this past year, um, I got back into loving Tron, and like now the music is just beyond perfection from everything ranging from the 82 production to Tron Run R, so I'm really looking forward to, you know, bringing in my analysis for this first episode of tron
0: lives Woo-hoo! we got through the beginning yeah um,
1: <laughs> i had some pauses but it's okay <laughs>
0: I'm... yeah i mean you can do it again if you want but i feel like that
1: nah. was good <laughs> i'm
0: good <laughs> no no i do no. not um <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to start off, or do you want me to?
1: Yeah, uh, you it? go ahead and start. I mean, you're like you're like the main host, so.
0: Yes, I am. Um. <laughs> okay. As I said before, we'll be starting off today's discussion with a look at the original nineteen eighty two film, which was composed by Wendy Carlos.
1: So, so, uh, for those of you who do not know about Wendy Carlos, Wendy Carlos is a transgender composer. She has done many amazing works with the usage of the synthesizer. She not only produced the music for um, the 1982 production of Tron, she also did music for The Shining. And she has a couple of interview videos of her demonstrating her mastery of the Moog synthesizer. And she is able to Produce exa- the exact instrument just based on a keyboard synthesizer alone, and it is just outstanding. Her work here in the Tron 82 soundtrack, I gotta say, is amazing. And for someone that loves to study post-tonal music, I really like the work that she's done in the soundtrack, and it just makes me, like, as a music fanatic, like, I get I get really hyped whenever I listen to the to the soundtrack. So yeah.
0: I actually did not know that bit about the Shining score. I did not know that she did yeah. that. That's really interesting.
1: I didn't know either. And then when I was doing like some background information just to like have like my notes ready, I was like, Whoa, she's at the Shining and like the Shining music <laughs> is also really good too. But you know, this is a Tron <laughs> Tron podcast. No shining podcast. This is a Tron. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, like, even from the first track of the soundtrack, yeah, those are words. Um, Even from the first track that we hear, Creation of Tron, you can already tell that she, like, nailed um, computer-esque music.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, also, here's, like, a little disclaimer. Uh, I... Analyze like each of the soundtracks without a score. So, some of my stuff might be wrong, but you know, it's kind of hard to analyze <laughs> music with the score. And the Tron 82 soundtrack is <laughs> quite difficult to analyze without a score. <laughs> I would, you know, use a grid matrix for it, but again, I need the score. <laughs> but <laughs> that's kind of a little hard to go around these days. Mm
0: hmm. Something I found really interesting about this soundtrack as I um, was listening to it for this was that a lot of the tracks used in action scenes, they don't sound like your typical action music that you would hear in like a movie today. They sound like almost ambient, but I I don't know how to explain it exactly.
1: I mean, if you want really good um, studying music. Um, the Tron 82 soundtrack is really good. It definitely has the ambient vibe and almost kind of gets you kind of focused into the zone, just like how Wendy Carlos does, um, with, um, for the movie. So that's usually how I see, um, this soundtrack in particular.
0: Yeah, I feel like that's a really good way to put it. Um, because, I mean, there's just so much here, so many tracks that, like, and all the times I've seen the movie, I had never thought about the specific tracks. And I was surprised by how many I recognized when I was just listening to
1: them. Yeah, it's like you can easily pick up the scenes. Like Creation of Tron, for example, that's like in the, you know, in the title before the movie actually begins. So.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. And like, well, some of the tracks, like, kind of tell you where it is in the film. Like um, ring game and escape, or
1: we've got a problem.
0: Um, Tower music, yeah, all of those.
1: But yeah, um. So at least for my analysis, I did not include any of the Journey soundtracks. I just wanted to focus more on the work of Wendy Carlos, even though it does include the nineteen ninety Demon only solutions. I kind of st- like kind of stuck more to the 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 Tron system in terms of the movie.
0: Yeah, the um the version of it I looked at was the version available on Amazon Music, because that's how I listen to all my music, and it did not have the Journey songs. I just went through the 21 tracks on there for this.
1: Yeah, I just pulled it up on my Spotify, and it just it has the Journey soundtracks, but I've been I've only just stuck to the ones that Whitney Carlos and the London Philharmonic performed.
0: Yeah. Funny, because for me the cover says it features the Journey songs, but they are not. Uh, on it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you lied to. How dare this?
1: <laughs> would they need to be de They would be subject to immediate de They
0: lost their identity.
1: Yep. <laughs> oh. And you know what happens then? <laughs>
0: yep. Let's talk about some of the motifs in it, though, because there are a lot in this film.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely going to be talking a lot about this uh, in the next segment, but yeah. um, Tron 1982 definitely has a lot of motifs that you will be hearing um, in some of the other other productions, such as Tron 2.0. So, we'll start with creation of Tron. So, there is a um, a melody that kind of like is more fanfaric and it kind of symbolizes you know the, hero- the heroism for Tron so you know if you hear like this rhythm you know so you'll be able to you'll hear that several times in this soundtrack and of course it will appear again as like a, a homage to Wendy Carlos so she created that as one of the two I say two because I feel like Um, The 1982 soundtrack has two motifs for Tron. The second theme that I that I'm also gonna talk about in the in the next segment, which is from track number seven, the Tron Scherzo. So,
0: a lot. This is a this is really
1: good. Yeah, um, this is one of my favorite soundtrack uh, favorite tracks of the soundtrack, alongside Water Music and Tron Action and Tower Music. And of course, I'll talk about Tower Music a little bit later because. I discovered something about it but I'll, again I'll, I'll talk about it later. So uh, to the Tron scherzo so in the beginning you hear ba-ba-ba-ba-ba, ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba, and all that and of course immediately you I love what Wendy Carlos does with this um, with this track in particular. again it just really brings out the fanfare in a digital world for Tron and, and Flynn. I would you know I would add him here too. And it just, it, it's just great. And it kind of, to me, it just kind of, like, hypes you up for, like, the next scene, you know, for the action scenes and stuff. And, I mean, I really love the Skirt. So, I mean, if I were to make an arrangement of this piece and put it in a marching band halftime show, I honestly could. <laughs> That'd
0: be amazing. Yeah. Um, well, like, in the notes I made for this... um. I did say on Tron Scarecrow, I went. I love the melody in this one; it's really catchy. And then later on, when we get to Sea of Simulation, I had that same thought, and then I realized it's the same exact um, melody there.
1: Yeah, she uh, what she did, she kind of made a couple of variations. Of some of the melodies in so because they're like a couple that show up again, like ba 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 da 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 da.
0: Yeah, that was the specific yeah. one there.
1: I don't know. I just love how she just makes those parts reoccur again, and it's kind of like sim- like reminding you, oh hey, like you, you know, this is going to happen, you know. Uh, man, I honestly wish I had a score of this because I would honestly go crazy in writing all the matrix, uh, writing a grid matrix about it and then talking about the pitch bends that uh, Wendy Carlos adds at the end of the scherzo, which is really cool, and and also reoccurs in, in what I'm going to talk about later. So, besides the Tron Scherzo, what was another one of your favorite tracks that you liked?
0: Hmm. I think one that surprised me a lot were the ending titles, because I typically turn off the film at that point, because it's... <laughs> yeah, me, but me um, when I listened to it, I really liked it. I hadn't like realized up to that point, but I love how um, Wendy Carlos merged the strings in the orchestra with the synth. Yes. like throughout the entire score. But that track specifically is when I realized it. Um, like the last forty-five seconds of that track. Yeah, uh, I don't know what it is yes. about it, but I just.
1: I love it uh, I love the ending titles that one's up there too I mean also I kind of got really happy when there was a little clarinet solo in like the first few seconds so <laughs> but yeah I like the last 45 seconds too because just that you know, you know and I was just like yes like that's now that's how you end a soundtrack and that's how, that you, end how you end exactly. And that was just honestly a really good mix of the orchestra and the synth it was it was great and it's almost like a medley of what we've heard throughout the movie
0: mm-hmm, for sure but as i said like there were quite a few tracks that i realized oh i recognize this like from the film which obviously they're in it so i shouldn't be surprised but normally when I listen to a film score of a movie I really like, I don't pick out which sheen the music is from unless I've just watched the movie and it way, way, way too much. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like when we got when I got to The Light Sailor, obviously the title tells you where in the film it mm-hmm. is, but it was like one of the tracks that I remembered how it went as I was listening to it, which was a really rare thing in this soundtrack for me cuz like with legacy I listen to that one all the time I'm not surprised when I can sing that one but this one is a much rarer occurrence for me to just put on when I'm bored
1: yeah i remember like the one time i actually like watched all of 82 cuz i watched it when it was streamed on a on one of the cable channels way back when but when i watched 82 like fully cuz there were some parts i'd never seen before because sometimes tv will sometimes cut out just to fit the time slot so seeing 82 and how the music applied to it i was just i was just blown away
0: for sure there's just one of the tracks that you brought up earlier um water music and tron action yes. <laughs> like that's i don't know what it is about that one either but it's just such a good one
1: it's very ambient and just i like that that scene <laughs>
0: it is a really fun scene um one of the notes i put for it was i love me some wacky track names (laughs) like just the word tron action it's amazing i think we should use that more for everything yes it
1: just it needs to be like a full word on a dictionary it deserves to be
0: (laughs) i I agree just every time there is um seen an uprising where tron's fighting someone it is now tron action. it's tron action
1: time programs <laughs> yes oh no if we get to uprising i'm i'm probably gonna have a bad habit of, of saying it <laughs> 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 or even like leg- even uh legacy that. for example too yeah that- <laughs>
0: When Rensler shows up. who's ready for some Tron
1: action. No, that's how we give a spoiler away. No. <laughs> oh,
0: great. No. How dare we spoil a 10-year-old it's, film. Uh,
1: no, it's actually Rinsler action. I don't know what you're talking about.
0: Yeah, yeah. Rinsler action.
1: <laughs> yeah, and of course, they don't have... Like, some of these tracks, like, don't happen, like, verbatim, like, throughout. So, for We Got a Problem, for example, like, the first, like, minute or so of what we hear actually doesn't happen until uh Clue gets derezzed by the MCP after like failing to interrogate him because and then like you know actually happens first when the recognizers start uh found Clue and are chasing him so while you know looking for that missing data
0: that's really interesting just from like an editing standpoint
1: yeah and like
0: because of like
1: Hi, you're good. Uh, So, like, when you're just listening to that specific track, you're going to, you know, you already hear, like, the whole, like, suspenseful music, and you're saying, like, wait a minute, this is where uh, the MCPD has his clue, and then afterwards, then you hear, um, you know, that melody before, uh, when the recognizers find him. So, yeah, it's it's interesting how, I mean, composers are able to kind of, like, splice it and kind of put it into um, scenes of the movie that fit. Okay, I think we should talk about one of the, I think, to me, it's one of the best themes, and, you know, it's also part of a deleted scene that I wish uh, didn't get deleted was the love theme.
0: Yes, that is a really good track. It was the, um, when I was listening through the soundtrack, it was the first one that I noticed, oh, we're bringing back motifs from previous tracks yes. in here. I like that.
1: <laughs> it is the first Tron motif, and I I liked it. And when I first saw that deleted scene, I was all like, wait, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> the music is great. Why did you get rid of the scene?
0: Because Disney thought it wasn't PG enough for their movie. Uh...
1: Like p- I would put the music in a different scene. Like I'd keep, th- I would keep the music. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I really like the love theme. It is just really pretty. And of course, you get that first like few segments from creation of Tron, and of course, you get the main, mo- uh, the main like first Tron motif again. I mean, the love theme is one mm-hmm. of you know again another one of my favorites from this soundtrack. So, one of the things uh, I liked about the soundtrack is there's also some, like, solo arrangements that Whitney Carlos has di- uh, has done, especially for Anthem, where um, she includes a keyboard solo. So you could kind of, like, have it on your ear, and you can kind of play it on a regular piano just to pick it up, and you can pretty much learn the music from there. I mean, I don't know where I could find a score, because I honestly would play it 24-7 <laughs> on a keyboard.
0: Mm Mhm. When Anthem started, like, all of my notes for that are just, I like it, I like it a lot, I want to play it.
1: (laughs) Of course, like, the problem for me is I would have to transpose. (laughs) I would have to transpose up, because I play on a B-flat instrument, so. (laughs) Mm. You know, the struggle is real sometimes, and sometimes I'll think... I'm mostly thinking B-flat while I'm trying to, like, look, analyze music and C, and I'm just like, no! Oh,
0: no. <laughs> oh, no.
1: Yeah. If there's a primary key that I would say that this um, soundtrack is mainly in, it's in C major, uh, especially because the themes come back, the main themes come back. And when I, like, you know, analyze each track, I found, like, the majority of it was in C major, which is a really really easy key. It's often coined the people's key, or in this case, the program's key. (laughs) So to speak. But yeah, um, C major is definitely the primary key here. And I'm happy for that, because, you know, it's always good to have, you know, no sharps nor flats, or in my case just two sharps. I'm okay with that.
0: Mm -hmm. That's some major Tron action.
1: (laughs) Yep. (laughs) the whole vibe of 82 is great and i feel like break in is (laughs) is just a really good demonstration i think it's one of the good real world tracks like tracks in the real world scene of the movie so Mm -hmm. like when you know flynn allen and laura you know break into Encom, i just like how whenever they sneak down um Sneak through that one area, and just Flynn is just doing this weird, um, like you know, st- you know, trying to be stealthy behind Laura, <laughs> and yeah,
0: Laura's just walking through.
1: Yeah, and the usage of the high strings there, going up there in the in the upper octave, it just kind of really enhances the the whole stealth <laughs> the stealthiness that Flynn tries to do before he gets down to uh to group six. So yeah, okay, Uh so. We've like hit the half minute mark so to speak. Um, so I guess like what are like your final thoughts on 82?
0: I think it um it set the atmosphere for the film amazingly, but also for like the entire rest of the franchise. Um 2.0 specifically just feels like an extension of 82, but we'll talk about that mm-hmm. later. Yep. But even evolution, legacy, uprising and runner you can see that 82 influence all throughout them. And I just, I find that so amazing that even after Daft Punk did what they did, they still went and looked at 82 for inspiration.
1: Yeah, Uh. so this entire movie really was a pioneer for technology in general. And it kind of, you know, cre- um served as an inspiration for many other Disney productions. And that's what, like, the greatest thing about, um, about Tron. And then Wendy Carlos just, you know, she inspired so many composers that, you know, we'll be talking about later, such as, like, Nathan Grigg, from, uh, who composed Tron 2.0, um, and then Joseph Trapanese, who composed um, Tron Uprising. So it's just really great to see a movie and, like, the music of the original Tron just kind of like really set the bar for um the future productions of Tron, so it's just great to see you know it's just a real it was a really powerful start in both ways
0: definitely yeah um moving on to two which was made like twenty years later um yeah that's correct twenty twenty years um just immediately from listening to the first track of 2.0 i realized this score goes way harder than it has to for 2003 RPG.
1: i was mind blown when i was listening to this uh soundtrack i actually found like an extended version that had like 79 tracks so it was almost the equivalent of the
0: yeah, that's the version. Uh, yeah
1: it's like the version of the the metro tokyo edition of tron legacy so you get to see everything so it was <laughs> mm-hmm. it was great but yeah this uh, soundtrack in general like first of all Nathan Greg I want to applaud you on how much you've paid homage to the work of Wendy Carlos because there are so many references to Tron 82 <laughs> in the 2.0 soundtrack and I was just blown away on how he utilized it and he definitely like harmonized it he put you know he put some of the main uh, motifs in different keys, and also implemented some really, qu- um, you know, the quirky, like, computer sounds you hear, like, in the 2000s, just to make this, you know, the experience of Tron 2.0 just a memorable
0: one. Yeah, definitely, like, I haven't played your of 82 yet, but, like, I've seen all the cutscenes and listened to all the music, and it just the story in some parts can feel rushed, but the music never feels that way (laughs) at any point. Yeah. (laughs) Like, going just for probably the track that most people have heard, um, the main titles, is, um, it's just really, it harkens back to 82 while still somehow making it its own, but like I said, this entire soundtrack to me just feels like an extension of 82. Yes. It's such an amazing
1: <laughs> I agree. I put on my notes, hey, you want 82 fan service? Well, this has a lot of it. <laughs> so,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> for sure. I thought the main menu for 2.0 sounded like a track from Portal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, like, a few more of the tracks have a bit of a Portal vibe to it. Which is really interesting because I remember seeing a thing and I don't remember who made it. I'm gonna look it up. Um, and someone mixed, I want to say it was Sea of Simulation from Tron Legacy with a track from Portal 2. I don't remember who made it, but I'm really sorry because I wish I could promote your work. But, <laughs> um, I just remember thinking, man, that goes so well together. And here we have an entire soundtrack that just feels like that the entire time
1: yeah <laughs> for sure yeah so there is one piece in particular that in 2.0 that i was blown away and i like shared this with a couple of people is that uh, it's called what are you doing slash alan enters the electronic world so first of all you almost get like the swing trap version of the main tron theme as i as i coined it <laughs> and uh and even I don't know why I get you know I feel like I'm in Hawaii like <laughs> I I have <laughs> headphones just chilling at the beach and then you know your ears you know da 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 I'm just like wait a minute what apparently well, it's Tron... funnier
0: because I know exactly what you yeah because apparently
1: Tron's in Hawaii us
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean Alan did ask Laura if her laser could send him
1: <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah that was one of my favorite uh tracks out of 2.0 besides the the like verbatim return of the tron scherzo um in 2.0 style but yeah
0: you know i'm willing to bet he had a score of 82. (laughs) To go on. <laughs>
1: well i'm gonna have to go no i'm just kidding <laughs> I, ha- I had fun anal- i like analyzing stuff without a score it's a challenge but you know it's worth it like at least like these uh 82 and 2.0 were kind of diff- both difficult to analyze uh, my analysis of legacy and uprising really simple because i listened to those tracks a lot more so yeah
0: yeah we get to those um It'll be a lot less, um, it'll be a lot more refined than what we're doing here, yeah. because both of us have just ingrained those traps <laughs> into our memories.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay, there's one thing I do want to vent about Drawn 2.0, um, there's too many chimes. I don't know who, uh... Like which like musician played the chimes? First of all, I applaud you, but there's too much of you, man. Okay, like <laughs> I'm just you know, like why is there so many chimes? And I put that in my notes. I'm like, you know, you know, I don't know if it was supposed to be like a motif, maybe for Mercury, but I don't know. To me, there's just too much.
0: <laughs> I- I'll take. M- I'll- there's a I- limit, and he crossed Yeah, it. I'll
1: take more of the skirt, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, let's see. There was another theme that I again. This is where like the instruments mix with the synth real well, uh, which is when F- the FCON team enters the computer, and so you hear this really bass cl- um, really loud bass clarinet solo, and it goes all the way down to the lowest range of the instrument, uh, and it's just it's just great because you because you know you get that mix of the synth and uh, the instrumentation.
0: Because mm-hmm. so, like that was something I talked about for '82, was the way Wendy Carlos was able to mix the synth and the full orchestra so well, and once again they brought that back for 2.0, and I almost want to say it's a little better. Yeah,
1: a little enhanced. It's an upgrade.
0: <laughs> yes, it's an upgrade. Yeah.
1: Uh, Tron Action 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, uh, so I guess I can kind of use some of my musical terms here. So basically what uh, Nathan Gregg does is he implements variations of a lot of the melodies from Tron 82 into this soundtrack specifically. So for those of you that may not have musical knowledge or like maybe novice or interested in learning about music. um, So variations is basically music that can be changed melodically. Um, so you can manipulate the melody, but you know, listeners can still hear, you know, like they can still picture that original melody. Uh, changing it harmonically, so adding some form of dissonance, uh, putting it into another key that, you know, especially that's what Nathan Grigg does, especially when we, uh, when, whenever Thorn's theme, um, like, occurs within the soundtrack, and then, of course, contrapuntally so basically he manipulated the counterpoint of um, the original Tron melody and so you know and of course like I said before like th- these sections you know are based on the same melodic material so you know the Tron scherzo and the Tron melody were definitely uh, you know definitely used for variation for
0: 2.0 he had them written on sticky notes and was just <laughs> placing them in to the score booklet as he was
1: writing yeah. it. Uh, so, like, sometimes there's always, uh, you know, sometimes composers will often maybe go train with some of these composers. I mean, I don't know, maybe if the, if this happened, but maybe Nathan, Greg, maybe either got time to study with Wendy Carlos on how to master the synth or kind of, like, I don't know. It's just amazing how, honestly, like, 2.0 is really an enhanced soundtrack of 82.
0: Yeah, that's just... Like I said, like both of us said, when we started listening to it, we were not expecting it to be as good as it was.
1: I can't recall...
0: feel like a film score. Yeah,
1: I can't recall how many times I jumped out of my chair because I'm sitting here like, wait a minute, this is a video game soundtrack. But there are other video game soundtracks that do this too. So, but for Tron... I don't know why, just for Tron 2.0, I was just super, super excited that, you know this was, you know, the fact that this was made in 2003, and, like, he, you know, it didn't have to be this intense, okay?
0: Well, like, today, video game scores being to that extent, that's a much more common thing. I agree. But, I mean, like, even by Super Mario Galaxy in 2007, they were starting to utilize orchestras more for, um, video games. But this was 2003, and it was not a common thing. They may have, like, typically would use, like, one guy with a synthesizer.
1: Yeah, and just adding, you know, just adding, you know, the instrumentation with an orchestra is just amazing. And, you know, this will definitely be talked a lot more when we get to Tron Legacy, because, again, I actually didn't know that the London Philharmonic also did Legacy, so I'll definitely go into about that, because I managed to find the names of the performers and, like, the instruments that were used besides, um, you know, besides Daft Punk, um, Daft Punk's, you know, amazing work on the soundtrack, so, yeah, for sure that's gonna be coming soon.
0: Yeah, it will be.
1: Okay, I haven't talked about I know I talked about Wendy Carlos um, in '82. I need to talk about Nathan Gregg because I actually looked him up uh, beforehand. And so he did not only just do Tron 2.0, he has actually done a lot of really uh, other great titles. Um, He's done the Fear franchise. So he's done all of those. He's also done a little bit of um, Mortal Kombat 11, just the uh, in, uh, in round fight music. So he was just an additional composer, so he managed to contribute some works there, too, and I was all like, whoa. But yeah, he is a really popular, I mean, a really, like, known film score um, composer. So it's just great being able to see the other tracks that he's done besides Tron 2.0, and, you know, it just blows my mind of, you know, how far he's gone uh, since
0: 2.0. But overall, with 2.0 soundtrack, I don't know how many times I've said this, but I'm going to keep saying it. It is just an upgraded extension of 82s, and it's amazing. If you cannot get enough of 82 soundtrack, or really, if any of the Tron soundtracks, go for 2.0. It's incredible, and you will not regret it.
1: I personally have not played Tron 2.0. Um, I've seen some walkthroughs and cutscenes and stuff but just listening to the soundtrack oh man like you know like what disc of tron said you know it's definitely just in a huge you know expansion ex- wow okay i cannot words A uh, huge you know like expansion of um tron 82. i really love the work that greg has done on the soundtrack and you know this game is really good y'all should definitely go play it and listen to the music and you know the the entire soundtrack is really ambient some really good study music especially for for someone like me that has to like study 24/7. So yeah, I mean I definitely would recommend this soundtrack as well as the 82 soundtrack. You know, you really get that, you know, digital vibe. It almost feels like you are in you are in the digital realm. So it's great, you know, just like that high that high leveling compiling program in 2.0 that Jet gets to meet in the middle of the game. (laughs) Literally, that's my mood because he just has his music up, and yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much for being here. And I had a great time talking through these two amazing pieces of media with you. Can't wait to do it again with Evolution and Legacy. Oh yeah, for sure. And thank you, everyone, for listening. And We will see you later, programs. (laughs) Remember, Tron lives.
1: Tron lives!